in the know for Tuesday, August 31, the 243rd day of 2021. There are 122 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast. On Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the commonwealth, and the country. America's war in Afghanistan comes to an end. Tell you about that. Uh, Ida is moving through our area today. We have day number 17 of Where's Quacky? And we will have the water cooler question. It will be your chance to win. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the no, he is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Danville. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, good. How are you? Not too bad. You're going to be spending some Saturdays in Danville this yep. fall? Yes, yeah, Center College. So home football games. Yeah. Doing some play-by-play. Going to be behind so the be microphone. Excited. Um, do they know you don't have a liberal arts education? The, I, I told them I have a WKU education. <laughs> and they so, said I mean, that was good uh, enough? Your uh, Kentucky education is Kentucky education. So. All right. Well, I mean, center is a little highbrow. I'm making yeah, sure that you, I, that you fit in. I had some friends who went through there. And I've heard it. I've had been on campus in probably a decade. You have a game on Saturday? Yes. All right. So uh, how many – will it be the first, second, third, or last quarter before you say Cougars? Oh, I'm, I'm hoping not at all. That's what I'm worried about. I'm worried about Friday night now saying Colonels. But are you – okay, are you allowing yourself any margin for error? You say, no, okay, I get no, one. No room, no? For, no room for error at all. The old habits sometimes die hard. Even new habits sometimes die hard. Beach is on assignment today, so we say good morning over there in chair number three. First Baptist Church – Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. Their name's Yukon Cornelius. The Social Security Administration knows him as Dennis C. Cook. You might think he's Doug Heffernan's doppelganger. But he is Humble Bumble, Yukon Cornelius. Morning, Humble Bumble. Hey, what's happening? You don't mind answering to Doug Heffernan, do you? It's a compliment. Listen, now I watch, when I watch those shows, I just have a different lens and a different perspective <laughs> uh, because I usually apply the Dennis Cook factor to yeah, it. Yeah. Uh, there are just so many things that I see. Is like, ah, oh, yeah, I can see. It's uh, he's such a great character. You know, it is. Such a, I such love a, it. Such a wonderful character. How are things going with you? Going great. Anything exciting to report? Oh man, uh, big thing for me is after you know since March of 2020 for the first time tomorrow at church. Choir comes back. Oh, choir tomorrow. So Ooh. this has been a long time coming, man, and boy, have I missed it. Do you think your uh, will your numbers be as strong, or do you think you're like, did people run away and no, hide, I, or are you going to have to wrap some knuckles and say, come back to choir? You know, they, they received a very well-designed invitation in the mail mm-hmm. uh, with my face on it, and everybody loved that. And I've been contacting people, and everybody seems to be, be coming back. So, did you send? Is that what you sent in March of 2020? And that's been the reason it's taken so long for people no, to come back. That no, your face was on there and kind no, of scared they, them away. I think people loved it. Could be. Hey, rain increases today. It, I know. Oh, thanks for that. I know it's started raining, but it's going to rain even more the longer the day goes. What we got yesterday was not the remnants of Ida. What we'll be getting later on today will be the remnants of of Ida, and we're going to see heavy rain 
from cold front bands, uh, somewhere between two and five inches. Your mileage may vary, but we're kind of teetering on that. The track that I saw, I've, I've seen a couple of different tracks. One kind of goes east of Grayson County. One kind of just barely goes west of Grayson County. But if it jogs just a little bit, you may get in the western half of the county three or four. You may get two in another portion of the county. But just going to be enough uh, precipitation. Not expecting river flooding out of this. is going to be more flash flooding type of situation over the next uh, 24 hours. Ida will leave the area tomorrow. Uh, with some wind, but it will be uh, sunny and pleasant tomorrow. It'll it'll actually get a little bit better, but going to take a day or so to dry out. So heavy rain today. 75 is the high. We haven't said that in a while. Uh, heavy rain tonight, 60% chance, an overnight low of 69. Drier and breezy tomorrow with a high of 83. And uh, looks good through the holiday weekend. Sunday uh, looks for, picture perfect. For me, looking at Cougar football home opener, yep. high 84, low of 63. Look so it's going to be lows. like upper 70s. That's going to be... I mean, you might can even, you draw it up even better? You might even borderline and be like crisp on Friday night mm, about 9.30 when things he said. wrap up. I will tell you that last night after the it had been so hot in the house, even though the air conditioning had been working pretty hard for a couple of weeks, last night in the house by the, chance, by the time that the house had a chance to recuperate, I thought, it's kind of cool in here, you know, just because we got some relief from uh, from the outside yesterday afternoon, Hurricane Ida, you know, came up, came across uh, Louisiana and moving up through the southeast United States a lot of yesterday. And now the remnants of her are uh, moving through our area today. More than one million customers in Louisiana and Mississippi, including all of New Orleans, were left without power as uh, Ida, which was one of the most powerful hurricanes ever to hit the U.S. mainland, pushed through on Sunday and early yesterday, and now she'll make her way up through the Ohio Valley today. They say that it'll be weeks on a lot of I the electrical service. Weeks. Yeah, it's, uh, and they're just saying they don't, you know, a lot of the FEMA people and a lot of the uh, leaders in the New Orleans and that area, they say, can't tell you when it'll be back on, just can tell you we'll work as hard as possible every day. Saw where one of the transmission towers was laid over in Lake Pontchartrain, and the transmission lines was were down in the water. I yeah. mean, so that's not just a matter of you know going up there and tacking a wire back up on mm-hmm. the on the pole and you have to redo it, nailing it in. I know they don't use nails, but you know what I'm saying. Just hanging it back up there. It's a little more sophisticated, the, so it will take some time. The amount of water that is happening down there. I mean, Sarah showed me some time lapse videos yesterday or last night, and it's just astounding. Yeah, the the amount that it happened uh, over yesterday. I and uh, by the way, in eastern Kentucky, there was some flooding yesterday, some flash flooding, and I saw. I think it was Chris Bailey from uh, WKYT in Lexington had tweeted a photo or a video of somebody in their car, and the water is up, you know, above the window, and they're there, don't know what to do, and I just I continue to marvel. Wow. At the number of people who are willing to drive through water mm-hmm. that they don't know the depth, mm-hmm. and I mean they, it's just it's uh, it's a big gamble when you when yeah. you do that. I saw the video. I saw one video. It was even just a trash can of the hurricane, and this the winds just took it and blew it, and it looked like they were blowing, you know, a piece of paper. Yeah. Just in even this large trash can, just showing how severe the winds were. Look like the feather in Forrest Gump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. only faster, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, the last troops, the last U.S. troops, officially have exited Afghanistan, ending America's longest war. And um, so, yeah, I mean, clearly all the Americans are not out, but they exited the area, saw a photograph of the last 
U.S., in this case, service man. It was an infrared photo and was boarding the helicopter. I saw – this is a completely unconfirmed report, so I, don't, I have no idea if there's any truth to this whatsoever. But I saw someone suggest that that soldier was from Kentucky. And I don't know if that's true or not. Again, don't don't write that down in any journals, but I saw at least someone. Okay. I saw it online. Does that mean it's true? Yeah, oh, yeah. Where, oh, yeah. where online did well, you see it? Did is, you see this it on is, Facebook? This is, why, be true. this is why I'm a little bit suspect because of, of it was more the sharer. <laughs> well, I mean, if it's on Facebook, then it's got to be true. Yeah. Yeah. Just, right. <laughs> right. Sure. That's what I was just saying. I mean, that would be cool if it was true, but yeah, I have no 100%. idea of knowing. You'd like to hear his story regardless. <laughs> Absolutely. That's uh, that's true. Uh, COVID cases continuing to rise rapidly in Kentucky. The three-day total from uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday is about almost 10,000. A little over 4,000 on Saturday, a little... Um, 3,249 on Sunday and a little over 2,600 yesterday. 56 deaths over the three-day period. We are still about a third of COVID positivities being 18 or under. To give you an idea, so we're about, like one day last week, we were at 33% of the cases being 18 and under. A year ago, 11%. So, you know, now now it's a over 3 in 10. This time last year, it was a 1 in 10. It's triple. Uh, posi- positive COVID. Uh, uh, COVID positivity. Hospitalizations in Kentucky as of yesterday, uh, just under 2,200 people. That was up about 70 since Friday. There are 615 in ICU, which is up 23, and 384 on a ventilator. The state's positivity rate is 13.45, which is the highest, and last week uh, uh, easily set a weekly record for most positive COVID tests uh, cases. Since the pandemic began, the governor said it's as he said the weekend was as rough as it gets is what the the governor likened it when he reported the uh, the deaths 13 on Saturday, 18 on Sunday and 25 yesterday in Grayson County, 109, according to the Kentucky Department of Public Health, 109 uh, for the weekend, 44 Saturday, 43 Sunday, 22 as of yesterday. Uh, Grayson County's incidence rate uh, is obviously very, very high. We're at 147, but over in Breckenridge County, 168.8. Wow. And LaRue County has a 178.6 uh, through uh, one report that was yesterday. So it shows you it gets it gets higher and, and worse from here. And uh, just one little freckle of orange over there in Woodford County. Woodford County. So I do know that testing's canceled today too at Firefighters Park due to weather. Because of the because of Ida, blame it on or Ida. Uh, Kentucky's governor yesterday, Governor Bashir, signaled that he is waiting to uh, have a strong sense of consensus from the legislature before he calls the special session. As uh, you've heard, you've heard me say, my concerns about getting the legislature involved are the layers of the onion that is the legislature. Uh, it's hard to get four people to agree on something, much less get two chambers to have a consensus and you know reach decision making and then take action and then implement you know implement a plan, then execute the plan. So I I am I'm not so sure I have a high level of confidence in our ability to be agile in that regard. And the governor, who is the only one who can call a special session, 
is signaling that until there's a plan in place, he doesn't want to call them back to Frankfurt just to go freewheeling through the process. I don't know if my math is still correct, but my walking around number for what a day, uh, what a session costs daily is north of $60,000 on what it costs to have the legislature in Frankfurt. So if you do that open-ended, you know, and you just know that every day they do that, it gets more expensive. So it'd be interesting to see what fruits grow out of the conversations that they're having between the governor's office and legislative leadership than if there's a special session and what they will uh, deem is necessary. I don't think there's anything worse than being scheduled for a meeting and there's no plan in the meeting and it's just wasting your time, especially if it's wasting money as well. Absolutely. And not only is it wasting is it wasting money by having them in Frankfurt, but many no, a majority of them are also still citizen legislators or even what you might call paraprofessionals mm-hmm. where they have other responsibilities and duties in their home counties. So they're trying to be productive. And so they have maybe employers or they have customers or whatever that they're trying to satisfy. So this special session stuff kind of throws a, um, a, a, wrench. a wrench into things. So, yeah, it'd be, be interesting to see what grows out of this in the in the coming days. But until the numbers, they're going to, I think they're going to have to take some type of action because the numbers continue to get worse, seemingly worse. But, you know, the past few days, they just sort of seem to be the same. Like mm-hmm. maybe we're in a plateau at the top. To where if we'll do something different, we'll see things start to come down after Labor Day. I this don't, weekend kind of worries me with Labor Day because I think you're going to have a lot more get-togethers. Right. And but, I, that, I don't know. You know, uh, but I just wonder – boy, I hate to say this out loud, but I, I kind of wonder with the levels that we're at right now, can we go higher? <laughs> you know, like if, if, if the spread – if the community spread is at, say, 13 – and 10 is considered out of control, then can we go to 15? Can we go to 20? Can we go to, like, can the incidence rates go even higher than they are right now? Well, I mean, that's what I'm, I mean, surely we're not foolish enough to just keep running into the burning building. Mm -hmm. Two months ago, would you have thought we'd be back over 100? Oh, absolutely not. No, without, without a doubt, no. But I mean, it, this is the worst we've seen. It's just happening to different demographics. And so it doesn't have everyone panicked the way that it had people panicked 12 months ago. You see? I mean, I think a lot of that is fatigue, too. Yeah, sure. But a lot of people have moved on. You know, they got that Which June is, 11th date and said the governor said, okay, go on about your business. Everybody said, okay, we're going to take you at your word. And they did. And now we got what we we got. What we got. Uh, the high school football poll, I think this is the first of the season. I didn't see Correct. it last week. So the first uh, AP football poll in the state is out this week. Uh, class 1A, Pikeville, is the head of the class. Uh, class 2A, Lex Christian is at one. I noticed Hancock County was a number eight They're in good Class this year. 2A. They're good this year. Cougars and them, they scrimmage against one another, tied 6-6. Six to six. So uh, see, Hancock's good this year. Owensboro Catholic and Metcalf County are uh, tied for the ninth spot in Class 2A. Louisville Christian Academy, number one at 3A, but Bardstown is at 2, E-Town is at 8. Franklin County leads 4A. John Harden is at 7 in that class. In 5A, Frederick Douglass at 1. My alma mater's at 11. I like to see that. Are you all at 11? Cooper. Good. (laughs) Uh, Highlands, South Warren, Owensboro, Covcath, 
Bowling Green, Southwestern, Pulaski, Scott, Woodford in the Class 5A. But one of the things I – how many 6A schools are there in Kentucky, Sam? Do you know off the top of your head? 45, give or take. 45 6A schools? It's probably – Really? Four, there's probably many? 40. Well, I, I, I ran over the football rankings. Louisville Mayo, Louisville St. Oh. X, Louisville Trinity, Louisville DuPont Manual. Well, no, maybe – Lex Probably Bryan. like 32. <clears throat> so uh, Oldham County, Central Hardin, Madison Central, McCracken County, uh, Paul Dunbar. M- most of your 6A schools are obviously in your populous centers. Because there's eight districts, four teams per district for the most part. Ten lost Tubby Smith is coming back to Rupp Arena. Hey, I'm excited about this. I love this. This is, <laughs> this is about ten years later than it should have been. Yeah, I, I love Tubby Smith. I guess I'm ready. You'll never, you'll, I think you'll never meet a finer person. He, mm-hmm. he and he and Donna are great people. I think he's a good person. I think that um, let's be honest. He took a Cadillac and turned it into a Hyundai in about ten years. He went from two losses a year to ten, twelve. But well, but then you look what followed, and hey, what else? <laughs> that's exactly right. What turned followed, the Hyundai into us? What followed for a you know they ran the Hyundai Thelma and Louise style over the cliff, but then what followed after that? So you can't you you can't blame or give credit to Tubby Smith when it comes to Billy Gillespie, but you can follow an arc from 1998 to. 2001, 2000, what was it, four or five, something like that. So He has the same number of championships as Cal. Yes, he does. Um, I put his name in the rafters. He's I, the only coach other than Cal that has won a national championship. Kentucky did not have his name in the rafters. Without a doubt, put his name in the rafters. I agree. There's, I'm just and, saying that I was ready for Tubby to move on when Tubby moved on. I think everybody kind of was. Now, with that in mind, I am happy that he's returning. I'm happy that they're playing high point. I'm happy. You know, it it has. It, I, it is time. I wrote a post for KSR like three years ago, asking, saying this needs to happen. So I'm taking full credit. Mm-hmm. I know that they read my posts. They probably found it and they said, you know what? That's a great idea. I, I think they wait. just hadn't gotten to it yet. Sam is what it was. Uh-huh. Is they had been uh-huh. so busy reading other yep. stuff, they finally got to your post and said, yep. "Oh yeah, they were time to do through it." That's New Year's Eve, right? Yes, New Year's Eve. Yeah, it'll be big. And then uh, this made me laugh out of Lexington. A Kentucky man whose last name is Tatman hmm? got arrested, and he was wearing his Batman shirt <laughs> when he got arrested. So Tatman wearing Batman arrested for you want to know what he was arrested for? Uh, I read the headline. I'll, I'll you get the punchline. Robin. <laughs> He was robbing in Lexington. Got arrested. Is this a joke or a no, riddle? It's real. I'll give it to you right there. Not a story. riddle. Got to get to a break. Come back. Day number 17 of Where's Quacky? Right around the corner here on In the Note. Got a dilemma today, okay? Because eat outside day. Yeah, I think I might might pass on that today. Can we postpone our celebration of that until tomorrow? What if you're in your vehicle? 
I, well, are you outside when you're in your vehicle? Sure. I don't know. We'll just put the, the K1510 up outside and we can <laughs> go like, enjoy it. Who's we? <laughs> no, it's a two-person job. Well, are you technically still outside then? Well, you, like, if, we, if we leave the, the flaps open. All right, Dennis, let me ask you. In biblical times when they lived in tents, were they outside or were they inside? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if, if they close the, if yeah. they close the, I mean, they we don't have the a side front. curtains. Yeah, then. yeah, I don't. I'm, I'm not sure what technically. That's uh, something yeah. to ponder later. So, on if you in the go show. camping and you're in a tent, are you saying you're not outside camping? I think you. I think. I, I mean, well, I mean, if if you're I in disagree. an RV, then you're not in. Then you're inside. But if you're in a tent, I think you're still outside. So, what's the technical uh. definition? This is where I'm. This is where I'm getting conflicted. So now I've got I've got conflict on top of dilemma. <laughs> Uh, I think I'm just going to stay inside and eat trail mix because it's also trail mix it, day today. It makes for great radio, though. Uh, it makes for something. Uh, today is day, day yeah. number 17 of Where's Quacky, and we are happy to announce that Kathy Hicks Moore knew that Quacky spent the day yesterday at Rough River Lake. Rough River Lake is where Quacky spent the day yesterday. Quacky Did you break Quacky's breaking the rules, though, because the beach is closed. Uh, well, Quacky's well, got special authority. Quacky from the core. seems to be do. Yeah, I groaned a little bit. I'm just concerned uh, for the folks at the Alliance. They're trying to keep up with this animal, <laughs> and the animal seems to be getting loose every wild. single day. Okay. And and I don't know who's in charge. I'm not throwing anybody on the bus, but somebody's got to do a better job of providing care for this Quacky. Duck. It goes missing every day. Sam, did we see one colonel just square off with another colonel? No, I'm not throwing it. I'm just Is saying we've got to find this duck. Please. Well, he's, he's a- Only one colonel is allowed to throw shade at another colonel. And they'll no shade. They'll they'll duke it out at the officer's look, mess. Look, look across no. the uh... no. I'm it's a concern out of the general well being for this duck. <laughs> All right, everybody, go buy your ducks. <laughs> Only two thousand. Congratulations, Kathy. You have a duck and uh, also a K one hundred five T shirt. Now, where is Quacky spending today? Mm. Got loose again. See, that's what Quacky I'm saying. Is loose. Quacky is loose again. This photograph is on the K one hundred five Facebook page. And it's in the comment section of that photograph where you tell us where Quacky is spending the day. Uh, your opportunities to win one are running out uh, only through Friday. But you can sponsor your very own duck and adopt one by going to GC Alliance. That's GC-Alliance.com. And I am going to be really upset if all the ducks are not sponsored by the time Ooh. that the Ducking Hunger Regatta. You could win okay. $1,000. Okay. Okay, it's always safe. And so, okay, that's all I needed to hear. Quacky apparently has a handler. That's that's is that, good. Is that good? It that's makes sense with the picture know? because I, you know, if he's always lost, somebody's always there to take a picture. Mm-hmm. Didn't make sense to me. I'm glad he's safe. Mm-hmm. The best and busiest times to travel this Labor Day weekend looks like Thursday and Friday afternoons from three to six will probably be the busiest times. Oh yeah, so doesn't surprise um, me at all. Avoid mm-hmm. avoid that time if you would like. And then returning home after Labor Day, Tuesday the seventh, could mean heavy traffic as uh, as well. Really, I figured Labor Day was the busy. Really though, I would think Labor Day, day after, between like two and six, would be the yeah, busiest I could, time. I that. What do you think the traffic will look like Friday afternoon in Horse Branch? Um, uh, slightly busier than average. Instead uh, okay. of maybe ten cars an hour, it might be twelve cars an hour. Okay, just making plans. Thanks. Gotcha. 
Labor Day means uh, gasoline will be the most expensive since 2014 after Ida. So you've got the week after a hurricane and you get disruption in supply lines from the refineries typically will cause a spike. And then you cause the you get the demand of Labor Day and those two things combined together. Um, So you've got the Biden factor. (laughs) You've got the Labor Day factor and you've got the Ida factor, which makes it um, expensive. So good maybe cast today is that what you're saying? Yeah, three eighteen. I got it yesterday. You so did get it yesterday. Mm-hmm. Didn't spend a lot either. It was, I mean, not too bad. Like two fifty or something here. I mean, I have to come and compare notes with you during the break. Two fifty? Uh huh. That's what I got it for yesterday in town. In town? Mm-hmm. Did you siphon it out of somebody's vehicle? <laughs> Apple's logo Uh-oh. has been named the most memorable by consumers. See, I, I would not have guessed this. I would have not have guessed mm. Apple either. I would have put Apple probably in the you know top tier, top five, but oh, I don't yeah. know number one. I would have thought McDonald's would be number one. I thought McDonald's would be number one as well, just because it's so simple and straightforward. Maybe what's on your shirt, number two. Um, it's pretty close. Yeah. It, um, although, surprisingly, it's not the number one shoe company. Oh, really? Adidas? No, it's not the highest shoe company. Yeah, Adidas is at number really? five. So starting, they rank them 20 to 10, and Mercedes, then Volkswagen. Oh, bless you. I have to say Volkswagen. Farfic, so I guess they're asking Farfic across Nugan. the world here. Yeah, it's bro- more broad. Well, a study of 2,000 adults also found, uh, well, I won't tell you that much because I'm kind of giving away uh, all that are all the ones that are on the chart. British Airways at 18. What? Heinz at 17. Royal Mail at 16, eBay at 15, Facebook, then Kellogg's, then Disney, then BMW, then Cadbury, then the BBC, then Google. I think they did this in Great Britain. They must have. Then Nike, then Audi, Adidas, McDonald's, Coca Cola, Amazon, and then Apple. Doesn't the Disney logo spell out Disney? Or they talk about the ears? Are you talking about the, the mouse outline? This mouse. Oh. Mickey ears. <laughs> this this list, I don't know. McDonald's wasn't even in the top 20? Or no, it was. Okay, number four. Okay. Yeah, I'm loving it. McDonald's at four. Some good news for a candy that I didn't know was gone that is coming back. Cream Savers are making a comeback 10 years after they were discontinued. Dennis is nodding. He knew this. I did know this. But how did? How is it that you had not told us already? Well, I knew they were gone because I used to love them. They are good, aren't they? I saw a post on Facebook from a trustworthy source. All right. That's very important. And there was no COVID banner underneath it, so I knew Facebook hadn't gotten a hold of it. <laughs> but there's two flavors. They're coming back. We can't wait. <laughs> Hurry home. Strawberries and cream. Yeah. Which is my preferred. Okay. But I also don't mind the orange and cream. Yeah. Those are the two flavors that are coming back. Should I know what these are? Both good. You are uh, six. I mean, maybe, maybe not. They're, they're I mean, I little... like strawberries and cream. I'll pass on the orange and cream. You, I, don't, I doubt there are very many of your friends handing these out, but there were lots of Meemaws and Pawpaws that were handling these, mm-hmm. handing these out. You know, See, that's my, my grandma had Oreos and, and peanut M and M's. Those were her go to. Okay, your your grandma was awesome. Yes, yeah, she was. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, mean, she was. and deviled eggs. Okay, I'm in, I'm in. I'm on that side of the family now. Dennis, have you kept tally on how many 
uh, pieces of hard candy you've seen exchanged in all of your years in church services? No, I started in ministry in 1998, and it would be impossible to count count the amount of exchanges happening uh, on church campuses. Like stars in the sky. Oh, man. Numbered as the stars (laughs) in the sky. That's like it's a go-to move. By the way, my granddad was just the king of the hard candy pass out. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you were in the pew ahead, if you were in the pew behind or on his pew, you were getting hard candy right when the church service Listen, Steve Votal brings those pastoral staff, brings us a bottle of water every Sunday from his house. And right on top, peppermint. Peppermint candy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. Very cool. Now, um, there are children and parents everywhere in the United States who are suddenly paying attention to something the Chinese are doing. There's a new law in China. Oh, yes. That says no video games on school nights. This rule was in the Gormley household. And furthermore, only an hour per night on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. We didn't have that rule. From 8 to 9. And public holidays, right? Part of that too? Yeah, it seems like maybe that they were, the, the holidays were also marked as special extra time, but. So, I'll, you know, you would immediately say, well, how can they enforce this mm-hmm. in a in a you know country of three billion people or however many they have? How can they police this? Easy. They're putting the responsibility on the game manufacturers to put parental locks that, and all that. That's exactly right. The game manufacturers are building into yeah. their code the restrictions. Now, what happens if you're playing like Wii Sports? Because that's you got to get up and move for that. Isn't that the same thing as going outside? No. No, I think they're probably playing. Listen, have you ever done that? That can be a workout. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, I it bowl can be a from workout. sitting on my recliner, though. It's mm-hmm. not a problem. That's why you got to play tennis. Did you log it as exercise when you did? You it? better know I did. <laughs> we got to get to a break. Today's water cooler question coming up. You're on in the know. Did you know, in a room with 23 people, there is a 50% chance of two having the same birthday. Hmm. If there are 70 people in a room, the chances increase to 99.9%. No. Well, none of us have the same birthday, I don't think. Not true. Where'd that come from? No, that's not right. He read it on the internet. Where I get all of my information. That is, that can't be. Okay, so do this. Okay. Sunday morning at FBC. Okay. Count the first seventy people that come into the sanctuary for worship service. Okay. And then hold everyone at the door. Okay. And then survey everybody. Shout out your birthday, and two of them will have the same. Birthday. All right, everybody, listen up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with it? You afraid that I'll be right? 
No, I'm just I, I will video it and bring it in to let everyone know that I was right. Okay, sounds good. Here's today's water cooler question: Your chance to win. If you've not won in the last thirty days and you're 18 years of age or older, you qualify to win. You're going to text your answer to two seven zero two five nine six thousand two seven zero two five nine six thousand. Here's the question: In a list of things you should not own after age thirty. Oh gosh. This came in at number one. Of a list, in a list of things you should not own after age 30, this came in at number one, 270 and you're going to text your answer to 270-259-6000. Dennis is staring you, off into space. Well, I'm trying to Do think. Do you still own this? Um, you know, I don't know if I own this or not. I... Do you think I still own this? I... Being I, I, under I, the age of 30? I will tell you. No, I don't think you own this. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, no, you know, there's a chance that there's a chance you might own this. Okay. Yeah. And if if I own this, it's just because it's accumulated <laughs> in an area that. Gosh, this is hard. 270-259-6000. Can I see your answer? <laughs> Not bad. I'm just thinking that he doesn't think he owns. I don't know. Ooh, well, am I? Am uh, I? One of the answers was skateboard. That's not it, but that's good. That's good. No, there's. No? Yeah, well, there's there's zero percent chance I have a skateboard because I would end up huh. would end up at good old Owensboro Health by the end of the evening. All right. <laughs> uh, while we wait for the answers to stream in. Jeopardy champions say they are feeling betrayed by the Mike Richards debacle. Says it's not the same show. Uh, all right. I think thou doth protest just a little bit too much. But I will agree yeah. that uh, Jeopardy had been the gold standard of, you know, Alex was impeccable. It was scandal-free. It seemed above board. It seemed like it was the creme de la creme of what you would want a game show to be and look like. And now it's kind of like you're figuring out, you know, maybe there's not so good the whole time somebody like Mike Richards was behind the scenes. And it, it tarnishes it just a little bit, I guess. Well, I mean, in a lot of ways, you think Drew Carey was not very popular on Price is Right to start with. And then people kind of got used to it. And they're like, okay, well, we just got to live with this. Yeah, well, yeah. And here, here is my thing. Unt until I buy the Price is Right and I'm in charge, I don't get to choose who the host mm -hmm. is. But I will tell you, I'm still not overly crazy about Drew Carey. I'm like, ah, man, come on down. I mean, but again, how much of that is he's not Bob Barker? Well, listen, it's like when a, a church gets a new pastor, people say, well, it's just not the same. Uh, yes, you're correct. <laughs> it's a whole new person. Mm -hmm. it, it won't be. Sam was correct yesterday. You, season three, the new trailer and release date is yeah. set October 15th. That's a creepy show. I don't know. I think I'm out. I, I watched that. one season. Didn't watch the second season. I heard there's something about a kid in this I one. I don't know. I watched season one with the missus, and then season two came out, and she said, hey, you. And I was like, nah, I think I'm, I'll be over here. Have you watched this, Dennis? No. It's, 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 I'm out. It's weird. It's creepy. I'm out. Survivor. Let me check and see if we've uh, anybody has. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Dennis, this must be one of your friends. Oh, great. He-Man toy. <laughs> Is the last digit 6286? Uh, no, it's not. But uh, okay. 
Uh, no, still no correct answer of the several that have found their way in. In a list of things you should not own after age 30, this came in at a couple number good guesses on there, though. One. See yeah, there are some good guesses in there. Survivor 41, revealing major changes, including a game within a game. Survivor is finally returning for its 41st season on September 22nd, but a couple of changes. Instead of the longer format, it's a 26 days, which means less time for recovery in between some of the physical challenges. Mm. And they are also going to pierce the fourth wall for the first time. Jeff Probst is going to talk to the audience real time throughout the episodes, cluing them in before the contestants find out certain things. So that's a little bit different. It's going to be a little bit more... It's got an element of Big Brother in there mm-hmm. where Julie Chen communicates with the Julie Chen Moonves communicates with the audience, and Survivor is kind of doing that. So it'd be interesting to see um, if it's better, worse, different. It's interesting. People will complain because it's different. Yep, it's different. It can't be. It can't be different. I tell you, I'm going to give it to seventy-seven forty-eight. Seventy-seven forty-eight said posters. The specific answer is unframed posters. Mm. What? Do you have unframed posters, Sam? Uh, You're under 30, so you're still allowed. Like hanging on the wall? Unframed posters, yeah, I guess. None hanging on the wall, no. No. Well, I guess I have one hanging in the office in there, but that's a... Yeah, it's kind of... That's why you gave me a Landon Young poster, and so I have it, and it's unframed. Yeah. But I don't really have it on display, and I don't trade in unframed posters. Mm-hmm. So you think it's fair to give the give the winner yeah. to 7748? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. All right, 7748 uh, is, is the winner. And, um, Dennis, have you seen the new Disney Gallery episode, The Making of... Of the season two finale of The Mandalorian. I know it's out. I have not seen it. I watched it last night, and it is fabulous. We watched the Muppet movie last night, yeah. uh, but I almost this is different. The, the yeah. Muppet movie is different yeah. than The Mandalorian. I think it's same effects, but I almost clicked on the gallery episode first. Uh, they took Dave Fillion takes you on a journey. You, you know the big thing that happens in the finale of mm-hmm. season two, yes? Mm-hmm. I'm try not to spoil it, but the thing that happens that that put the Star Wars universe on its ear, right? Mm-hmm. The world went crazy wow. to the point of tears. Wow. Yes. 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 Misty crying. Appreci- Misty appreciates you calling it the Star Wars. So good job. Yeah, absolutely. I'm just trying to bait Dennis over there. I think I said the Star Wars Mandalorian finale. No, I think she just heard you called it the Star Wars. I think she probably heard it that way. Um. (laughs) You okay, Dan? Yes. He he talks about how the genesis of he takes you on a journey. Don't through that through that two to three minute sequence of how many things had to go right, and to the point where there is, and you must admit. There was a high level of disbelief, even at the reveal. Yes. Yes? I mean, didn't you kind of go, is this really happening? No. Am I overthinking this? It was like, no, this can't can't be. be. It can't be. It can't be, but it was. And so to hear them explain their level of secrecy involved, however they were able to pull it off with no spoilers. That's true. It was amazing. That's true. It's available on Disney Plus now, so if you're a, a Star Wars fan... Uh, download it. So very good. Muppets take Manhattan next, then the other one.
Muppets take Manhattan. And then, then Mandalorian. Or you can invert the order. It's completely no. up to you. No. Today's point to ponder, Pearl of Wisdom, chart toppers, and more coming up here on In the Know. Point to ponder for today. All right, just us guys here today. Yeah. So I think I can. Uh, Thanks for not asking yesterday's question today. Oh yeah, you're welcome. Would have been tough. Although I feel like Dennis has the answer. <laughs> um, I was in meetings, so, so I didn't hear. High school football is underway. Yes. Okay? College football is getting underway this weekend. Yeah. In earnest. And oh, then, no, it is, yeah. Kentucky plays. Yeah, but, I mean, we had some college football games last weekend. Call that. Some people do. <laughs> I don't. I'm saying it gets underway in earnest mm-hmm. this week. And then the NFL is the following week. Okay. So that means fanny padding is going to spike to back to normal levels. I wore one of those middle school. Not fanny packing. This okay. has nothing to do with fanny packing. No. Okay. Fanny Padding. What so is that? in football games, uh-huh. especially, why do it's just us guys? So we okay. can we can we can drill down on this. Why do men? Oh, good game. Slap oh. one another oh, on the backside yeah. on the fanny mm-hmm. in sporting contests. When you know, if if you and I were out playing cornhole, mm-hmm. I, I would not walk up and smack you on the rear and go good toss. Or, Dennis, yeah, when you my, came in the my, building uh, this morning, I greeted you. I had a perfect opportunity to give you a, a swat on the backside, but I didn't, you know, I didn't say, look alive, you know, ready, break, or bring I your know, game I face. I don't respond well that way. I, and I do that often. I, I will say I do that often. Listen, I know there are a lot of women that like sports, and I am very happy for the ones that do. But for the women who don't like sports, do you think they see that and it is extremely puzzling yeah. like how many women like women go to the bathroom together right they always got to have a wing woman but they don't walk around smacking each no. other on the backside no but in you see it many many times during a football game and i is why i think it's just one of those things that's been along for so long it ain't broke it's a it form right. of encouragement mm-hmm. okay how a, did a we <laughs> oneself on toward pressing on and keeping their eye on the goal a a way of encouragement and all I right, guess, all right, first support. Baptist, all right, first Baptist, you just heard it. Sunday morning when no, you walk into no, the family no. life center, hey, you're getting hey. some encouragement on the backside. Uh, one church I, that will remain <laughs> nameless. There was a deacon who made it. He was like thirty, thirty five. It was his. <laughs> it was his point every time that he came to church to sneak up behind myself. And another minister and give us a good game. Really? Yes. And he was good at it. We didn't see it coming a lot. But we felt encouraged once it was over. Mm -hmm. You just got men who would never touch another man, even like won't shake hands. Won't shake hands or sit close. Won't, you know, yeah, won't won't stand in the same urinal next, you know, side by side. And then you got me. Good game. Whap. Yeah, if you did that to me, I'd, 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 I'd. What? Like after a broadcast, I think we'd have to. <laughs> oh, Chase Blaine. Oh, Chase Blaine. Yeah, oh. yeah. like I'm not going to. Hey, Chase, good job today. No, Chase, nah. there could or, be a Minnesota Twins jersey in your future. 
And if I you will, give Sam a, a good game come Friday night. I will say good games <laughs> only come from me to those I'm closest to. I don't just go around and, you know. And I think the team, they're very close. They basically live together for months and months and months. And Yeah, I mean, like, it, when Coach Jones and I talk on Friday night, if afterwards I'm not going to do that to him and he's not going to do that to me, that might be a little weird. Right. You know, he I usually say, ends every interview we do with a go Cougars, win I'm or lose. I'm saying this does not escape the sports world. It, this stays contained inside the sports bubble. You don't see this in staff meetings. What about? Because then you have to make a trip to HR. <laughs> That's <laughs> very There's true. mandatory training in your future. You aren't a, fa- a fan of award shows that much anymore. So what happens if that was the new thing? You get the Oscars and they give you a nice. I, I might start watching again <laughs> if they're going to give good games to the Oscar winners. <laughs> All right. Today's highlight. <laughs> See? Dennis is really pondering. He's over there. Good job, George Clooney. Today's highlight in history. This date, 1980, Poland's yeah. Solidarity Labor Movement was born with an agreement signed in Gdansk. That ended a 17-day-old strike. You know women have to see that in sports and shake oh. their head like, these buffoons, what are they doing? See, I'm going to say this right now. I don't. We don't need any of this here, Cameron. <laughs> I know I'll see you on Friday. We don't uh, need this. Oh, in 1939, the first <laughs> issue of Marvel Comics featuring the Human Torch was published by Timely Publications in New York. Dennis, do you have that issue? No. Who okay. would want it? Checking. Not a fan of the Human Torch. No. Aretha Franklin was laid to rest this date in 2018. Wow. There's a funeral like you really it. wanted to be at. It was eight like hours it. long. Like she'd been, I thought it was longer ago than that. Yeah. Van Morrison is seventy-six today. Richard Gere is seventy-two. Hmm. I've got no place else to go. Deborah Gibson is fifty-one. Padraig Harrington is fifty. Actor Chris Tucker is forty-nine. Oh, Chris Tucker, forty-nine. Do you see the words coming out of my? Do you understand the words coming out of my mouth? For some reason I thought he passed away. Mm-hmm. Must be things. Well, if else. he did, I've got some bad information. Maria Montessori, yep, the school lady, 1870 is when she was born. Arthur Godfrey, is, she's on the gone but not forgotten list, by the way, Sam. I, 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 was, I was hoping I, so. I saw you doing the math in your head. Yeah, well, how same. old is she today? Yeah. Well, um, She'd be pretty old. She went on in. Arthur Godfrey, 1903. Buddy Hackett in 1924. Frank Robinson in 1935. Oh. Great go. Cincinnati Red. Frank Robinson. Robinson. 1961 is the year the Highwaymen were number one. This is one of these songs that how many people have done covers of? Dennis, have you ever rowed a boat ashore? Oh, yes. You have? I mean, physically rowed it? I've been in a boat where it was rowed to shore. Of course. I think I've only Sarah was doing the rowing. Uh, Do bumper boats count? Because bumper boats, I have done that. No, there's no row. There's no, there's no rowing in a boat. What about one of those paddle boats? Yes, I mean, no, no, there's no rowing. Edwin Starr, number one in 1970. Oh man, you needed to hit that one more time, Dennis. Hey, earmuffs. Okay. Okay. This is Oh, 
Isn't this have you the Cougar Band right? Isn't this what you want? Yes. Have you, have you succeeded <laughs> in this? No, I keep dropping I mean, hints. I keep Ralphieing the bells. It's been how many years since you've tried this? Um, you know, I have I, a handbell arrangement I, of that. Yeah. Other than that, I don't. <laughs> we don't use that. <laughs> I. Uh, I am. I think I am serving as MC of the Twin Lakes Marching Classic. Oh, that fantastic! One, that might be one of my demands. I, let, a pork chop sandwich and the devil went down to Georgia. Mm-hmm. Pet pet band plays. Devil went down to Georgia, and I get pork chop sandwiches for life, or I'm not leaving the house. I mean, I was good for just... them. I'm not going to live that much longer, probably, <laughs> since I'm over fifty now. I had a pork chop sandwich at the community performance again. Oh, oh. I'm jealous. Good grief. I really was not planning to tell this out loud, but I will say the other night, <clears throat> the Thomas's uh, 25th anniversary yeah. wedding celebration, it lasted a little bit too long for me to go across the street and yeah. see the band and get a pork chop. Because yeah. I was thinking, if we get out of here early enough, I'm yeah. going to get a pork chop. Oh, yeah. And then by the time we left, I'm like, see, oh, I wish they sold them at the football games. Except I kind of don't because then I'd be smelling it throughout the game and that would just... I I think they're not this week because of um, the fair. Good point. Because they have to split up. But maybe in other weeks they might. The Spice Girls, To Become One. Dennis's favorite song. Whoa, hit it! (laughs) Hey, good game. Uh-oh. 2015. So I, I asked you, you said you were not going to whip or nay nay. So I guess that means you're going to do the stanky leg. No, I don't know how, nor would I, nor do I want to know how. I hate this song. Look at him go. It's a how-to. Well, that's the delay in your network or something. <laughs> yep. Break NBA's your legs. That's what I'd be doing if skateboarding. Thanks for coming in, Dennis. Thank you all for continually letting good me walk through the door with it being open. If yes. you... Um, if you figure out more about those attaboys and good games. One day, and guys, it's coming. Please. They don't probably knock you over, Sam. I may have to go to First Baptist this week just to be able to see. <laughs> hey, I want to take back what I said about the birthdays. I did some math, and I figured it out, and you're correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, well, that's good that you not that you don't wait till next week. Too, yeah, so no need to come. You're fine. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. People might not get all they work for, but they must certainly work for all they get. People might not get all they work for, but they certainly work for all they get. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.